This episode is powered by Flex Chargers. Hey everyone, this is officially legit. Episode 15, the number one five. We made it out here. Yeah, we did. This is Catlin, aka while reacting racist comments on Facebook. AKA, yo, yo, yo. Oh, you suck at MCs and got nothing on me from a grade to my lens. Can't touch Catlin G. <laughs> AKA, the gif of that little boy laughing and then crying immediately afterwards. <laughs> AKA, uh, I'm feline myself. <laughs> AKA Filipina Colada. You already know, it's your boy Wilson, AKA young Christos Porzingis because I'm out here averaging 30 a game while you're still sleeping on me, shorty. Speaking of the GOAT, don't you talk to me if your favorite NBA team is well, it's, isn't over 500. AKA the jerk store called and they're running out of you. AKA went to EDC last night and made sure I let people know what the best, best podcast in the world is. AKA, you already know, we don't do general admission, fam. Don't ever get it twisted. AKA, forever out here respecting women. So, your, um, the jerk store called, that, that little line, it reminds me of, um, that line in Anchorman where, um, Steve Carell's like, well, where did you get your pants? The toilet store? (laughs) (laughs) Remember that, remember that. Oh, my favorite lines from Anchorman. So, oh, yeah. That's a funny movie. Yeah, that whole group. Hopefully, none of them turn out to be creeps. <laughs> but more on that yeah. later. <laughs> so, how has your week been? Oh, man. My week has been up and down, really. Like, um, you know, I, I forgot to mention this in the last episode, but, like, I lost my ID in California. So, um, it's been it's been really weird maneuvering life without an ID. You don't really realize how much you need it until you don't have it anymore. Um, like, I, last weekend, I had a real difficult time, uh, checking into my hotel without an ID. I still managed to check into my hotel without an ID, so. Finesse. Yeah, finesse. Um, and yeah, you know, I went to, uh, I mentioned I went to EDC last night, and, like, uh, picking up my, um, my, my, uh, guest passes was kind of, kind of difficult when I had to prove that I'm me, you know what I mean? But, um, you already know, like out here with the cloud. We don't got to worry about IDs and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, did you just say, um, you don't know who I am? I am on Officially Legit, the podcast. I'm oh, sure that's... Of course. <laughs> that's exactly... <laughs> that's what gets you in. That's the key. <laughs> no, um, nah, it's, it's just, you know, it's... When you put in a lot of work, when you put in a lot of work, the, the cloud, your cloud tokens are way up. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to worry about IDs and general admission and all that. Oh, you don't. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I'm glad you're able to get in. Otherwise, that four-hour drive is it four hours from Miami to Orlando. Nah, I mean we we made it in like three. Like three oh, hours. well, still three hours yeah. would have sucked. Yeah, it was really worth it though. Like we left, we left um, at three three thirty p.m. something like that, right? 
like we got there, um, you know, we checked in and we we let we got back to Miami at like four four fifty, four fifteen in the morning, something like that. You know what I mean? Who drove? Oh my roommate. I don't have my ID. I'm not gonna drive. He tripped me. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> <laughs> nah, yeah, my roommate drove. There's, there's no way I would've I would have made that drive. No. I'm I'm too scared. I'm too chicken shit. You know what I mean? Like I haven't touched my car. Like since until my until my license comes in in the mail because I'm too chicken. So right now you're just kind of like I'm I'm vibing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm vibing. So how I'm, was? Go ahead. How was EDC? EDC was tight. You know, like we we went for inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like for Rolling Loud and stuff. And like it's it's tight. I realized like. Maybe it's just me and my personal experience here, but people really don't go there for the artists, but they go there for the festival, like the things that you could do at the festival. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. like the people there. Like, I saw so many people that weren't in, weren't doing anything music related. Like, people people go there just to like dress up and stuff. It's not it, like I noticed like like yeah, people were there for the music, but. At the same time, I, I don't I don't see people like those five stages and you don't see nobody running from one stage to the other to see who's performing because they kind of just there for the festival environment. You know what I mean? They uh-huh. they had like rides, like they had like a Ferris wheel and they had like a swing little swing things and like a bunch of cool rides and like they had um a big ball pit, you know what I'm saying? Like a big ball pit for you to jump in. They had a swimming pool, they had uh, a big gigantic game of chess. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like there's a lot of cool shit. There's like a lot of photo booths, like art artsy photo booths and shit like that for you to go into. Like it's cool. It was cool. But I like I said, like the difference between Rolling Loud and that is like Rolling Loud, like all right, you see the lineup has like going back to Miami, right? The lineup had Kendrick Lamar, the lineup had Travis Scott. Like you didn't really think about, oh shit, I gotta dress up. I gotta dress up and I gotta like get ready to go on these rides and go swimming and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like you're more there for the music versus the festival. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's also like, I think with a lot of EDM, um, you don't necessarily have to know much about the artist or their like album or their music to enjoy it. Cause it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a lot of just like, not that they're all, they're all the same, but like, you don't have to like, it's different going into like a Kendrick Lamar show versus like an EDM show because you probably would be more invested in like, you should be more invested to enjoy his music versus right. this like, Oh, I mean like I, I, I just feel like dancing right now, you know? Yeah. I got you. I got that. So one thing that I noticed is every DJ that I saw every, every set from a track to get or getter or every, everybody that I saw played Travis Scott and little pump everybody like i literally no joke i was there for like for like the whole rest of the show right and everybody that we saw played tra- the same travis scott songs and the same little pump songs it's, yeah. it's crazy how popping little pump and travis scott are it's insane they're so huge in the multi like a multi-genre thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of edm is like just super influenced by rap and like like I said before, there's a whole EDM trap genre. That's not, it's like, there's already a genre named trap. I don't, I don't understand it, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right, they have to right. stay relevant. I mean, they're like the top people right now. The The production was crazy. I'm, I'm not going to front. Like, I was able to walk behind behind uh, the main stage, and I was looking, and, like, they have so many, like, big tanks of, like, 
fire pyro and fireworks. It makes like I wanna I, I, like I can't even fathom how much they spend on just the production. Like I, I feel like maybe EDM artists are probably cheap to book because like that's the only logical thing I can think about how they make money because their production is insane. Like, um, you know how, like, most CDM festivals, you see, like, a big, like, like statue or something behind the stage? Yeah. You know? So, you know, my mind is blown. I thought this whole time, because of how sturdy it is, I thought maybe it was, like, some paper mache or something, like, hard. Yeah. No. Did you know that it's just an inflatable balloon? What? All festivals. Like, I talked talk to somebody in all festivals. Those giant things you see, like, connected to the stage. Are yeah. just inflatable balloons that they like stick on so it doesn't move by the with the wind and shit. Wow, yeah, I know. I don't remember which festival it is, but it's another like EDM thing. There's a huge owl. Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. It's it's in Georgia or something like that. I know what you're is talking it, about. Is it yeah. um Imagine Festival? I'm not sure. I think so. I think so. But yeah. there's this ginormous like owl face just like staring down at you at the top of the stage. I'm like, if I was there, I would probably freak the fuck out if I saw it. But I, and I also wonder, like, how do they even build that? How do they construct it that it can stay up there? And they build it up so fast. Right. Yeah, all, all it is is a balloon. Wow. It's a big, wow. gigantic balloon. So are we going to see some balloons at Rolling Loud? Yo, honestly, like, it inspired us. You never know. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Like, I, I, I took down, like, me and Ruben, we took down a lot of notes because, like, there's a lot of shit that, like, we saw that, like, all right, we should be doing this or we should yeah. be doing this. You know what it's I'm saying? Very- EDC is very theatrical. For sure. Like, For sure. From the people that put on the show to the people that actually attend it. Like, they're going to go all out with the presentation. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I, I don't want to dive in too deep about my EDC experience because next week, next week's episode, I want to dive into the groupie culture. Hmm. The difference between EDC and Rolling Loud's groupie culture. So yeah, we'll talk about that next week. It's a really deep, deep discussion, and we have a lot more to talk about in this episode. But yeah, how was your week though? It was good. Um, because of the last episode, Wilson and I have been playing pool, iOS pool on our phones every day. <laughs> facts, facts. It's like, so you know, fun. What's our what's our what's our record against each other? Do you know? Um, I think I won like twice. <laughs> Uh, how but, many times did I win? Uh, you know what? Let's move on to how my week was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to play me, you should play me because I'm like every time I just I hate waiting for like, okay, I, I went. Now I want to go again, but I have to wait until like Wilson or Anna plays me back. So I need more people to play with. Yeah, I feel the same way because Kat has like two days now, hasn't made a move. So I feel the same what? way. Anyways, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna play during this podcast. Oh, you're right. Okay, it was just yesterday. Okay, anyways. <laughs> so my week was good. Um I went to I finished Stranger Things. <laughs> finally. Yo, finally. Oh my god. Yo, you guys are so slow. Like honestly, like I finished that shit by Saturday and it came out on Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like because of what But it came out. I was in New Orleans, did not have any Wi-Fi, but, and then I was like, man, maybe I should, like, spread it out, because, you know, once it's, once it's over, like, I'll have to wait a whole year, but then all the spoil, like, there were just so many spoilers on my timeline from, like, BuzzFeed, and yeah. I'm like, okay, because well. That, because everybody, because they figured you finished by then, you know what I'm saying? I know, it took me, like, what, two weeks, a week and a half to finish it? Oh, yeah, for, like, an eternity. <laughs> but, um... 
we're not gonna talk about it here. I don't want to spoil it, just in case there are people still nah, out there. you know what? No, no, we do. We gotta talk. About it. I'm saying, like, we, we, all right, we 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 specifically gotta talk about the, my dog Mike and Eleven. That like, the the build up, the build up for the entire season just for that last scene is insane. That was that was very well done. You can feel the electricity. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I can't. I, I can't pronounce that kid's name, but the guy that plays Mike, he's an amazing actor for being Finn? young. Yeah, Finn. What's his last name? What's his last name? It's like Wolf. Wolf I don't even want to try it. See what I'm saying? Like, let's just say Wolfgang. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that's someone else. He's a, he's an incredible actor. It's crazy. Mhm, mm mhm. Um, and I don't know. People were saying before I started it. People were saying that the second season wasn't that good, but I really liked it. I mean, there were well, certain. I mean, it wasn't better than the first season. Well, sure. no, that's never gonna happen. But like, yeah. the there were some parts where I was like, okay, why are we watching this right now? It seems really unnecessary. Well, off rip, like I feel like, well, actually, admittingly, by by the directors, right, by by the people that made it, like they said, like they got pressured by by people asking for Barb so much in the first season that they had to talk about her again in the second season. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, like, I didn't like, have a problem with that. I, I did. I did. Like it was. It was kind of irrelevant if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole plot of Barb's parents and stuff like that never really came to fruition. You know what I mean? Um, well, what do you mean? Nothing came to be. That whole thing with Barb's parents was just a waste. You know what I mean? It was no. literally to set up that little love triangle thing that they had, but they could have found another way to do it. You know what I'm saying? No, well, like they they were going to send out an investigator to find out what happened to Barb because they were like she just went missing. Like what the fuck? And they didn't right. they didn't know that Barb had already died. So mm -hmm. I feel like yeah, I mean it makes sense as to why like the parents would still be wondering where their kid was, and it would also cause that tension between. Um, Nance and Steve. Um, shout out to Steve. The great the goat. I feel so bad. Yo, shout out to Team Steve out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my guy got played. My guy got played real hard. Nah, man. We'll talk about that some other time because I can get into a deep discussion about characters like Nancy and how fucked up they are and how they make. Uh, never mind. No, <laughs> never mind. I'm not, not, not even going to that. Not even get into that. Well. Not even gonna get upset. Nah, nah. But uh, Steve did. Um, he that was pretty adorable. I'm not gonna lie. The way that he was, he was de he was a babysitter, and he and Dustin. Just, okay. <laughs> so I finally finished Stranger Things, and I recommend it. You gotta watch it. Um, and then I, speaking of Stranger Things, I also visited Laurie Parkade. It's an art. It's like a, it's an arcade in Tampa, and it has a bunch of like retro games. Like um, Mrs. Pac-Man, bunch of pinball machines, but they also have like Walking Dead pinball machines too. And I also played NBA Jam, which turned out to be like my favorite game, but it's also kind of hard. I'm gonna have to practice. Did you know any of the players? Yeah, there were a bunch of them from a bunch of them were from Space Jam. <laughs> I was the um, I was the really tall one. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um so anyways that was really fun and i actually played pinball for the first time like a real pinball machine for the first time it was it was a i quickly got addicted um but it was a cool place 
you know, they have beer there. We, I played actual pool. was not as, I mean, ugh. actual pool and iOS pool are not the same thing. It's not. It's not. <laughs> um, the, wait, isn't pinball, like, frustrating, though? Like, what, like when you're doing so good and then randomly you just lose? Yeah, and the ball falls through the thing. You end up spending so much money trying to trying to play that shit. I don't know. I, I yes, <laughs> but um, that's why you got it. That's why you hit the machine. Like it's okay. You, you're getting frustrated. You just hit it harder, and then it makes it helps. I can imagine cat getting frustrated and just banging on the machine. That was me. That was me. So um, and then um, I also went to something like. Which is like they have like a Christmas tree light show at Wiregrass. That's nice. You know, um, you know, uh, listening to the podcast, uh, my favorite ex girlfriend Christine was out there. Um, I saw that on her Instagram. She was out there. And yeah, I saw oh. you guys were out there, which is kind of weird because I was like, "Yo, what if they, like they accidentally bumped into each other?" That's kind of at weird. Wiregrass last night. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. Is she the one? Is she the one that also? Went to emo night. No, that's not my favorite ex. I'll, I'll <laughs> okay, good to know. Good to know. So, um, yeah, um, it's weird though, cause like, it's like Halloween happened, and it's like, all right, let's get into Christmas mode, guys. It's November twelfth. It's time to get into Christmas mode. I just wish it was a little colder. Yeah, you know, like now that I live in Miami, I realize how depressing the holiday season is gonna be, cause it was already kind of sad in tampa when like it wasn't cold me growing up in new jersey like i expect that shit to be cold you know what i'm saying yeah. like, like now that i'm here in miami you got like yo it's like 85 degrees outside you know what i'm saying like here yeah. in the hoodie. <laughs> are you a are you a christmas person no really i mean to an extent like i, I like the idea of christmas but like the whole I don't like like the whole like two month christmas shit that like people do out here you know what i'm saying like I like December Christmas. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I get that. Like, like I'll get into the spirit like in December. Mm. Um. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. I feel like Thanksgiving is kind of like the you're preparing for Christmas. It's like the appetizer, the pregame before Christmas. Right. Right. Um. A lot of people that are fans of Thanksgiving might disagree with that, but you know, this is just me with my controversial hot takes. <laughs> what a quote this is me with my controversial hot takes oh uh, yeah but i'm excited for christmas i feel like i need to start preparing for like for to get people's gifts because it always happens like i'm like oh i'll just wait until black friday and then i don't actually buy anything black friday and all of a sudden it's, it's like two days before christmas i'm like oh shit like i, I all right so like I'm real, real innovative with gift giving. You know, oh, what I'm you like, are. Like, like, like when it comes to gift giving, like I, I don't. How do I say? It? It's like I don't think it's about what it is that you get versus how you present it. I'm a, I'm a presentation kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. a presentation kind of guy. Yeah. Like, Same. We're talking about EDC. I'm very theatrical. <laughs> I'm very theatrical. I go all out. Like, the, like you know, I have a lot of siblings, right? There was one year um, where I decided to just get them all like socks and shoes, right? Like specifically, like all of them got socks and sneakers. Like, wow, that sounds expensive. Sneakers. It is, it is, but like 
when you think about it, it's not as expensive as if you were to get them like multiple gifts. You know what I'm saying? Because like True. I was able to get like good deals on the shoes and all that, so it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, um, what like I have a lot of siblings, so like it was I, like when I get them gifts, I try to get them like all the same thing, sort of thing. You know, what I mean? or like similar things, so that way it's not like an issue. But um, I remember that year, uh, like to be really like extra with my shit. What I did was I kept the shoes separate from the socks and like made them think that they only got socks, right? And then like <laughs> <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I get, I get real theatrical. I get real theatrical. Like I, I, I hid like all the sneakers like in the room somewhere or something like that. It was very theatrical. So then, after they got mad at you, what did you do? Oh no! I, I let them be mad at me for a little for a while. I I, I just kind of let them figure out that they had their gifts. Like what I did was inside the 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 wrapping for the socks, right? I put like a note for them to go like on a hunt to find their actual gifts, but they didn't. They ended up finding out that it was in their room. Oh wow! So you had like a scavenger hunt too, right? Yeah. I, I, I like, like I had a note like to go into the shed, and there was another note in the shed to go like into the mailbox. There's another note in the, in the mailbox to go inside the car. You know what I mean? It just kept, kept going on and on. Aw, that's cute. So I kind of, I like presentation a lot too. Um, so I have, um, when I still worked at USF, I was really close to two girls that worked with me. And they had really, they had birthdays close together. And so all three of us, uh, me, Ashton, Grace, were, are obsessed with the Pawnee goddesses from Parks and Rec. And so I yeah. got... I got them these t- these tanks that said um, like I'm a Pawnee goddess or something and like it has all the Parks and Rec references and so I had them open it and then after they were freaking out because they loved it I opened my cardigan and I was wearing one too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can you remind me again what's a Pawnee goddess? Oh, what it's like um. You know how that episode, it's actually the same episode as the Treat Yourself stuff, but Leslie Nope takes her, like, um, like scouts on a camping yeah. trip, and then when Ron oh, takes his scouts yes, on I a camping remember, trip. I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Okay, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, like, the all day, I was wearing this, like, huge sweater, and I just kind of kept it covered up until they opened their presents. I was like, well, bam! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't call them motherfuckers because that'd be mean, but you know. Oh man! Shout out to Sergeant Dokes with that reference. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I am really into gifts too. It's like I just I love I love giving gifts. It's kind of when you nail it and you get them exactly what they want and they did not expect it at all. That's like what I imagine heroin to feel like. The rush, you know. <laughs> Just the anticipation, the buildup, and then like you get their you get their response, and it's like yes, like I was right, I did it, yes, <laughs> yeah. That's how that's how it must feel. Word. Um, and other things uh, that's going on is I have an art show on Friday. This coming Friday. Where? It's in St. Pete. It's like part of a three day festival, or I think it's three days. Um, no, I think it's more than that, but it's called Ed Cultura. And it's like music and art and film. And I'm going to be at Green Bench on Friday um, with a little poster that I made about St. Pete's state of mind. So, Wait, wait yeah. are, you bringing, are you bringing any more of your art to like sell it? 
Oh, no, it's just going to be like a display of different graphic designers' posters with that theme. And then I'm just going to be hanging out. So it's a free event. Um, uh, there, There's only a certain events that are free. So if you want to come out, you should. For sure, for sure. And, and is this like a downtown? Yes. Yeah. Word. All right, scumbags. You guys go make sure that you go see my dog, Cat. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I, I unfortunately won't be able to make it out there, but I wish I was. But you guys can go forward me. Aw, that's okay. Just get me a really yeah, good no, Christmas I'm gift. Stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm stuck in Miami all the way until uh, after Thanksgiving. Damn. Well, you should probably. I don't think it'll hurt for you to stay in Miami for a little while because you've been like hopping all over the place. You already know out here traveling and shit. Hotel boys. <laughs> um. But, <laughs> but I did yeah, have something, something else that happened to you this week. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like like you can't you can't just stop talking about your week without us getting into the the real meat of what happened this week to you. So not everything was happy this week. You know, um, I lost a couple. I lost, you know I lose some followers here and there. Gained some followers on Instagram, and I actually have an app. All right, you cannot judge me. I have an app that tells me who unfollows me on Instagram. And right. before before <laughs> you go any further, can you please let us know why you have that? Why you put yourself All right. through that? All right. Because with this, I don't do it with my personal Instagram because I don't care as much, but with my art Instagram, like I'm trying to build this art clout, this artist clout, and a lot of people on Instagram will do this thing where they just follow you, you follow them back. Then they'll just hit unfollow like immediately after. So I'm not, you know, I don't want to be used here. And I'm actually like trying to build my own like platform here as an artist. So I don't have time for this. I don't have time for fake friends. But unfortunately, two people, well, one person was like, I kind of knew her, but we don't really talk. So it's whatever. And then this other person, I thought we were actually, you know, I thought we were tight. And he unfollowed me. I guess not. Okay, so let me ask you. Let me ask you, right? Um, I'm, I'm so hurt. Let me ask you. So wh why does it hurt you that this one person unfollowed you? Because I feel like it means he didn't really care about the stuff that I was making. Mm -hmm. And, like, there were times when I was, like, I actually tried to hook him up with some, like, photography um opportunities i was like oh we want to they want to like pay like buy your stuff and like i'd help them out other ways and so it's like i don't know it's either like he didn't really care that much about like my posts and like my art and also too maybe i'm just like not posting enough which makes me feel sad because like man i need to like keep up with it you know okay. you so does, more. does he follow you on your personal page no i didn't tell him about my personal page okay so I think you're digging a little too deep into this. I don't know. I don't know, but I do treat my artist page like a personal page. Almost like I barely update my personal one anymore. I, you know, me, I'm not an artist at all, right? I'm not an artist at all. I don't make any art whatsoever, but I am in a business where it's required to be personable with people and, you know, mm -hmm. like keep, keep up with followers and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Even so, even so, me in the position that I'm in, I do not give a fuck about followers or follow counts 
or ratios or anything like that. This is my thing, right? Here, here's my thing. Like, I get it. I get what you're saying that it's important because you want to get a certain amount of people um, caring about your art, right? Uh But in my eyes, the way that I'm looking at it is, all right, cool. So he doesn't care. So what? Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Like, move on. Like, it's his loss. It's his loss. Like, tell him to hold that L. His photography sucks anyways. And you should have it. Um, Wilson's a great friend. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, Instagram. The past year, I feel like it has allowed me to like get my art out there and also meet a lot of people that I otherwise wouldn't have. So I feel like Instagram it is a game changer a lot of times. So I take it seriously compared to like other social media channels. But you're right. I feel like there's like a there needs to be a balance between caring and not caring that much. <laughs> Instagram, it's like it's like that song. Um, <laughs> um these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> every time, every time I see someone unfollow me who I thought was a friend, that song plays in my head. It's just the line that goes, "These just hoes for, ain't loyal." Just for shits and giggles, I'm gonna unfollow Cat. Like, no. <laughs> Oh no! But in, in all seriousness, though, it's it's. Um, I know people do that a lot on Twitter. They have these apps, right? That that let you know, and and not just let you know. Like it lets everybody know. Like what what that app does is it, it it automatically posts a tweet for you. Like in the next day, saying five people followed you, six people unfollowed you. You know what I mean? Like things, really? Things like that. Yeah. Why like, would you do? Why would you post that publicly though? I don't know why people do that. And when I say people do that, I, I, I hit them up like, yo, this shit is whack. Like, this shit looks mad corny. <laughs> <laughs> this shit looks mad corny. Like, I, like, can you imagine if there was, like, an app that would, that would be, like, um, that would go specific? Like, like, yo, like, you followed five girls, but three of them unfollowed you. You know what I mean? Like, like specific? I would be in trouble. I'd be in trouble. But, um, no, honestly, like, Instagram to me, right, to me is, like, is utilized as a way because like you know all right so i post something rolling loud related right mm-hmm. and, like, i would get like a whole lot of more likes than if i were to post something like personal on it right which mm-hmm. is why i don't ever post anything personal on it because i just don't give a shit you know what i mean like I, I don't give a shit about instagram instagram to me honestly is just a way for me to keep up with what everybody else is doing mm. yeah yeah me. yeah i mean definitely all the different social media channels are like it's used for different things. Like on Instagram, I'm like, it's for my art. I'm trying to get like my designs um, out there. And, you know, I feel like people are like, at least in my, who I'm following, it's like really artistic, you know, right. really nice shots. You, And then on Facebook, it's like, all right, my family's on there. Everyone's on there. You just kind of have to make sure that you don't, you know, you can post stuff that you find on Instagram, but I feel like they don't care as much. Yeah. And then Twitter, TBH is where I feel like my 100% true self gets to shine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, honestly, Twitter for me is like, all right, let me give you a backstory of me and Twitter, right? So back in 2011, yeah, 2011, when I first started my Twitter, I, I was the biggest shit talker for Twitter. Like, you know, my homie Jordan, like, he'll tell you, like, I used to be like, yo, Twitter's whack. Like, 
I don't see the purpose of it. Like, oh, it's only 140 characters. How can you get your point across? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I thought it was really corny. But then, like, I started it because I started my business. That's when I started doing shows, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, I kind of need this. Right? I need this platform. I started it, and I fell in love with it instantly. Like, I started realizing that, like, all the jokes that hit Facebook yep. was on Twitter, like, a week early. Like, a week early. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, like... Um, not just that, but everything, everything, like, it doesn't matter how shitty of a day you're having, like, you can find something to laugh at, like, at any point in time. Yes, it's so it's true. Insane. Yeah, it's and, and um, I really like Twitter because, like, as you said, I will find something hilarious any time of the day. Right. And, like, everything comes from Twitter. It's, like, the organic, it's so organic, and it, uh, just, like, the news pulls things from Twitter. Anything controversial that happens, it starts, it, it's discovered on Twitter. Um, everything. And, like, I also personally like Twitter because, like, the really specific things I'm interested in, like, you know, I, I find so many, like, Filipino, like, political opinionated millennials. And it's like, I don't see this anywhere else, really. But there's just so many. And then, but there's also, like, really specific Lizzie McGuire references that I think are hilarious. Like it's all in right, one place. Right. So like, like, you know, I watch, I watch Mr. Robot every week. Right. So yeah. like, like using, using the hashtag Mr. Robot, you'll get like a whole bunch of people from that community, like hitting you up, like, yo, that shit is, I feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like all that shit or like curb, whenever curb is on, you know what I mean? Like, like it's the same thing. Like it's, 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 it's like a community based uh, forum. It's a, it really is like a forum. But like an open, open forum. Mm-hmm. And um, celebrities are on there, so that's cool. I haven't, yeah, exactly. I haven't um, been able to have an interaction with a celebrity yet. Um, but I did tweet at Old Navy after Wilson recommended it. So hopefully they respond. <laughs> Yo, Old Navy, cut the check. We yeah. Got, we, got, we got a wash person here for you to sponsor. All I said was, thank you for Rockstar Jeans, Old Navy, but I really do feel that way. Rockstar Jeans are amazing. So anyways, um, yeah, and speaking of Twitter, we can, you, it's no longer 140 characters. You can type up to 280 characters now. Yes, yes, they answered our prayers. The, like, people that have been on Twitter for a minute will tell you that, like, it's it's been necessary, especially when, like, links, links and, like, you know, pictures and stuff take away some of the characters. Like, it, it's necessary. It's definitely necessary. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like, I think it was, I think we needed to be trained with the 140 characters so that we could, like, uh, condense what we're saying into what actually, like, cut it down to what actually matters. So it's like someone on Twitter was like, 140 characters is the best editor that I've ever had. So 140 characters after we're trained to know what's really important to keep it in a post and we don't have a bunch of like, you know, junk crowding it up, we can actually use 280 characters, all those extra characters responsibly. Right, right. Well, kind of, but like right now people are using all the 280 characters for stupid shit. Like, (laughs) um, I posted the Law & Order SVU intro, I mean, I'll probably use the 280 characters for more important things, but. I mean, shit. I posted, as soon as I found out that I have 280 characters, I posted uh, 
the outro to Diamonds Dancing by Drake. I posted um, the uh, a verse from um, DMX from What These Bitches Want. Like, like, <laughs> I, 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 drop. Yeah. <laughs> that was me being DMX. <laughs> that was cat eating DMX voice. <laughs> I, I can't get it rough enough. Stop. <laughs> Drop. I can't. I don't even want to try because I don't want to disrespect the man. That was bad. Um, that should be the cringe moment of the week. But <laughs> oh no, we got something spicy for that. So. In addition to the 280 characters, though, you can also have 50 characters oh, for your name. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Be before we go past the 280 characters, you know, I, I got to say, this message is for you, Anthony Fartino. <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I, saw, I saw that you put that you, you're against 280 characters. Listen, my man, me, me personally, right, me personally, I can say 280, 280 characters changed my life because it allows me more characters for me to be a savage and um you know for, for me to shoot my shot more more i guess more precise my 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 range is more precise now you know what i'm saying so i guess maybe you got to use your 280 characters more um efficiently more efficiently all right we can go on. yeah like i said like with great power comes great responsibility with many characters comes great responsibility you can't just be like Saying whatever now, you have to be smart about it. Keep keep the one hundred forty character mindset, but use the two eighty characters wisely. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, next time Anthony want to judge Twitter for the character limit, just remember, I get it. Like you're not trying to read essays and stuff like that, right? But with every con comes its pros, and I feel like it's, it's more it's more of a positive thing because we're we're now able to express ourselves a little better now. That's all. <laughs> um, so, in addition to all of that, you can also have fifty characters for your name. So, you have your handle, which apparently you can change. Just found out today. You can change your handle. Didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but you can all. You also, in addition to that, you have your name. And so right now, mine's just Filipina Colada, but I feel like I need to have something more creative. Uh, I mean, I as soon as I found out I got more characters, I changed mine to Lo Platano Tanadie por un Peso. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm out here, uh, I'm, I'm going to use, I'm going I'm to recycle my um, my intros and use it as a name. I'm going to change it every week. I was trying it. to figure out what I should change mine to. Which, which one should I pick from an old intro? Um, From an old intro. I, I like the one you used today. I like the way you used today, the, the feline joke. Like, that was <laughs> feline cool. itself. Yeah, you should definitely use it. That's so fire. Featuring B. Meyonce. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so, also, Twitter has been having, like, they've been verifying really weird people, though. Yeah. You know, like, I was reading something that, like, back when in the summertime when they were verifying everybody they verified like all the writers for complex but the people that work for new york times are still not verified like well <laughs> get your priorities right twitter how do you get verified you have to have a certain number of like followers and stuff you gotta you gotta send in a request you gotta send a request um basically you put you put in your your name right you put why it is you feel like you should be verified and then that's it now there's other ways, right? Like there's people that work for Twitter. I'm not gonna name a few that I know, right? 
but there's, there's people that are there that you can pay for them to like try to push you through. Like I, oh. I, I, I'm not I'm not gonna put nobody's dirty laundry out there, but I know personally quite a few people that shouldn't be verified. They got verified that way. You know what I'm saying? How, how much money are we talking to get verified? I'm just you know curious. I'm uh, you know. <laughs> Listen, it's I'm gonna put it to this way: it's more than a hundred and less than a thousand. Okay. It, it really depends. On, the more you give, the, the better chance of getting verified. Mm, it's like the mafia. It really, really is, man. So I'm glad Twitter is cracking down on it. Basically, everybody that paid to get verified, right, is like they're, they're getting unverified soon. So I'm, you, I'm glad. I'm glad Twitter is cracking down on it. Do you think those Nazis that have been getting verified paid, or is Twitter just being shitty? Well, uh, like yeah, they're Nazis, but they probably they probably sent in a request as like something else though. They probably uh -huh. do something else, yeah. Like a technical like, thing. Yeah. Right, right. Like they they probably work for somewhere that requires them to be verified or whatever. Lame, but come on, get your shit together, Twitter. Overall, I do love you. I mean, Twitter. I'm talking. <laughs> um, like I remember when I first started, um, I was still trying to take it all in, you know, like. All these memes, all these different names, two names for one person, what? And then I remember seeing this one video that Wilson retweeted or liked. And I'm like, oh my God, you can post anything. <laughs> you can post anything on Twitter. <laughs> and it is not censored. Wow. Do you, wow. Well, do you want to know what it is? Or should I keep it off yeah, of the podcast? Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I, I, I'm curious. I don't know what you're talking about. So it is like it burned in my memory. <laughs> But it's this video of this guy and his wife is in the tub and he's just praising how beautiful his wife's ass is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he just loves it so much and he like puts his face on it and it's like he goes like underwater to put his face on his wife's butt. <laughs> and she's just yeah. like she's just like, You're stupid. Like content like that is funny because like all right, so a, a reoccurring joke on Twitter is like how um, you know, guys, guys, uh, uh, they, they, like, they, they all, like, everybody on Twitter fake respects women. I, I real life respect women, right? But everybody on Twitter fake respects women. So, like, I see a lot of videos like that, and I retweet it every time because it's like, yo, like, my guy's going the extra mile. Like, this is real extra. That's such an extra video, man. He was, he might have died. He could have drowned. You know what I'm saying? He could have drowned. He could have legitimately drowned. That could have been the end of like his life. <laughs> That's a little dramatic, but um, yes, people will do anything for for the retweets, you know. I mean, you you could look back. It, it, he could he could have drowned. Yeah, it's not dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but someone else who probably needs to rein it in with his tweets is President. What what name are we going with for this for this episode? Oh man. Oh man, he's still orange peel for the month. President Orange Peel. Man, I don't even like know which tweet to start with. Just like within the past forty-eight hours, um, twenty-four hours, really, it was just a great one. I'm gonna start off with the one with the with the North Korea one. <laughs> yeah, please. All right, this one is the best. So I'm gonna start off with it. So, as you all probably know, Donald Trump is like visiting all these Asian countries right now. And he tweeted last night in Vietnam, why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old when I would never call him short and fat? 
Oh, well, I try so hard to be his friend, and maybe someday that will happen. <laughs> What's that is wrong such with this a... guy? He legitimately, he legitimately sounds like he's in the plastics in Mean Girls. Like, he's such a weirdo, man. It's insane. <laughs> um, I like. <laughs> I just can't believe like he he actually tweeted that, and he's our president. Um, and I is he? Uh, all right, let's start line by line, okay? Why would Kim Jong Un insult me by calling me old? I feel like Kim Jong-un has probably called him a lot of things, but it's funny how Donald Trump, the one thing that sticks with him is that he's called old. Yeah, right, right. Like, what was the other thing that he that Kim Jong-un called? Uh, he he what, called him stupid one time. Was it like, yeah. But no, Trump does not have an issue with that. He, does just, he just doesn't want to be seen as old. And then he goes, when I would never, all caps, never call him short and fat. That is the most backhanded, passive aggressive. Yo, like, I can't believe this guy. This guy's our president. This is insane. And also, he just called him Little Rocket Man just like a couple weeks ago, but whatever. Like, I feel like the only other person that would say something like, oh, I would never call you short and fat is legitimately like Regina George from Mean Girls. <laughs> facts. Facts. Um, actually, BuzzFeed posted this article that was like explaining everything that was going on with the Trump administration, but through Mean Girls analogies, and they don't even need to do that anymore because it sounds straight up like it's from the script. Right, right. Honestly, um, honestly, then, his, whole, this, his whole administration could be from that movie. Yeah, and then he goes, "Oh well, I try so hard to be his friend." Fake news. <laughs> you know, I, I, so. All right, so what is what is his issue? Like, all right, real, real, real shit. Like, when when did he call him old? Like, is that did that just happen this week? Is that why? Is that why he put that tweet out? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. All I saw was this was this tweet, and then some. Actually, someone had retweeted it uh, with like, "This is li this is literally a Real Housewives confessional." <laughs> So I don't know any context besides that that tweet happened. What if like we're all being played as a joke, and what if like this has just been like a they're filming like a like a reality show in the White House, <laughs> a reality show in the White House, like like or, or or what if they're filming like Veep and like they're using Trump as like the main character because this is like really like not shit that really should be happening. Like we, that is the we shouldn't have the president tweeting this shit. That is the only logical explanation for this, but man, so catty. Like, right? <laughs> Trump is a fugly slut. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm, I'm just like waiting for like um, Trump to like pull out his burn book, burn book, and like, yeah. be like Kim Jong Un made out with a hot dog. <laughs> made out with a hot dog. Oh my god, that was. You know, I really hope you know what I'm referencing, otherwise. <laughs> No. Otherwise, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I don't know what you're talking about. It's from Mean Girls. I'm sorry. Anyways, let's move on to the next uh, Trump quote. So after, so afterwards, or no, before that, before he went to Vietnam and said all that, he said, "I am leaving China, China. for hashtag APEC 2017 in Vietnam. 
Flotus Melania is staying behind to see the zoo. And of course, the Great Wall of China before going to Alaska to greet our amazing troops. Honestly, that sounds like a text that you, he would send to someone, to a friend or a family member. Like, okay, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> I didn't... So honestly, real shit, speaking of Melania, like, I really do think, like, as soon as this, his, his term is done, she's going to file for that wild divorce, bro. She, like, like she, like, like, she, she's literally treats her like an accessory. Yes, and it's crazy. I bet she's going to um, file for a divorce. She's going to write a book about it and all of her experiences, and it's going to become like a bestseller. Let's not forget. Let's not forget Melania also took Michelle Obama's speech at one point. I bet Melania is just going to write a book, and it's going to turn out to be the audacity of Pope. Oh, that's Obama's book, right? Yes. <laughs> so, so apparently Melania went and visited the zoo, so that's nice. Hope she had a lovely day. Yeah, I hope. I hope like I hope the monkeys and all the animals threw shit at her. Um, why? Because Trump's not there to do it for that day. No, no because like I feel like she, all right, low key. I feel like she knows that this whole shit is fucked. But, like, she should stand up and say something, to be real. Well, she's not. She's benefiting from it. So why would she? I feel that. But, like, she could be a hero and really benefit for it if she stands up and does something. She won't. She won't. <laughs> so then even before that, um, while Trump was in China, he met with the Chinese president. And oh he, during the interviews, Trump said... Um, to, he said, I don't blame China. After all, who can blame a country for being able to take advantage of another country for benefit of their citizens? I give China credit. Wow. And every- let's, let's back up. Let's back up to where he blamed China for everything, for everything, everything bad that was happening to this country, that he, that he, he wanted to stop all business with China and all this shit. Crazy. And now he's like, yeah, you know what? They deserve the credit. I don't think I don't like China. I love China. <laughs> he probably, what probably happened is, to be real, is that he woke up that morning, right? And decided, when, you know, when he took his morning shit, uh. and he, he, he looked over to his left, right, and was, like, reading the magazine. And he saw that the magazine was made in China. And he was like, wow, we really can't let these guys, like, we can't do bad business with these guys. I'm going to go ahead and take back everything that I said and be like, yo, we fuck with you. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, his whole thing was, like, against China. He's elected president now, and now he's going to flip-flop. The story of his 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 term so far is literally just a flip-flop thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, his whole thing is just flip-flopping. I mean, like what I said, Trump, He once he actually meets the people that he talks shit about, then he's like, he does a total 180, and... Um, he's like, oh, they're a great guy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Great. I have people that I know. Great they probably applied the pressure on him. You know what I'm saying? They probably were like, yo, you're not making it out of here alive unless you apologize. I mean, you know he, he did the whole flip-flop thing when he met with the president of Mexico. You know, yeah. he, he said a lot of, he said a lot of strong words against the, against Mexico and how they're going to pay for that wall. But once they actually met with the administration over there, he was like, yeah, they're not that bad. Yeah. Honestly, he's a pussy. The wall just got so, 10 feet one thing that I noticed about Trump, right, when we were just talking about Melania and stuff like that, is how, how fucking creepy he is all the time. You know, we talked about last week how creepy he was with those kids. You know what I'm saying? And, like, 
like I can imagine I can imagine when she when his wife's not around that he's just creepy like in China and all that. But you know what? As creepy as Trump is, right, is nowhere near as creepy as Louis C.K. Well, I'm gonna say that they're definitely both creepy and I just, you know, when I first heard about Louis C.K. and the allegations against him and how, like, he apparently asked if he could pull his penis out and masturbate in front of his new coworkers, um, I feel like, you know, actually, this sounds just like a Louis C.K. joke. <laughs> and this is not surprising, actually. So, this is the thing. I'm, I was a huge Louis C.K. fan, right? And it hurts. I'm not, I'm not going to front it hurts. And I'm going to go on record in saying that, like, I have to take back what I said a few episodes ago when I said, like, that you got to separate, like, the art from the problems, right? Because, uh-huh. like, it's, it's hard. Like, I, I've, been, I've been really conflicted about that. Because, like, you know, we were specifically, I think we were talking about X, right? X, 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 Yeah. Like, 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 it's hard for me to say that I'm okay watching his comedy and enjoying his comedy knowing what I know now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's really difficult. And it's one thing, you know, like, I'm not saying that it's okay, but it's one thing if we found out that he was hiring prostitutes, masturbating in front of them, right? But no, that's not the case. Like, That's completely different, yeah. He was doing to people that was under him when working for him, basically, or or, or coming up in the, in, the, in the comedy world and using them as as basically the, the, the woman that he did that to, which is creepy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so imagine, like, you finally got your break in the show and you're trying to start your career off, and then, um, you know, this person that you admire, your boss, and it's big star, pulls you aside and is like, can I pull my dick out? <laughs> and can I masturbate in front of you? Like, what are you supposed to say? Like, um, even if they didn't say no, like, you're put into a, such a weird, uncomfortable situation. Like, do I say no to my boss who just hired me, who has all this like power over me, or like what? So I mean, even if he he kind of manipulated his his power in order to do all this creepy shit, that's gross. Right, and a few months yeah. ago, a few months ago, um, he these are rumors actually like these allegations came out and he just kind of dismissed them as being rumors. So when he eventually did apologize a couple days ago, I mean, like it would have been a really good apology if he hadn't at first tried to like shut, shut them up and just like say, Oh, th- these aren't, this doesn't really happen. They're just rumors. So it's like now that there's proof out there, he can't say anything and he has to apologize. So it's, it's shitty. Creepy. Right, right. Well, well, that's the thing. There isn't proof out there, right? It's just, it's just allegations at the end of the day. But instead of denying it, when, when they, when the, you know, the article came out and stuff like that, mm-hmm. instead of denying it, he, you know, he said, you know, he, he was, he basically was power. He used his power to do that, and like, that's, that's really fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. At one point, we kind of wish that Harvey Weinstein and all these people would take the same route and admit to it. Mm-hmm. But it still it still doesn't make it any better. Honestly, it doesn't make it any better that he admitted to it. Like I was reading that like in the in the film that he had to cancel or or, or that like they just thought they shelved the film that they shelved that was supposed to come out this week. Um, there was a scene similar similar to what his alleg- what the allegations are, 
and like mm -hmm. that's insane. That's insane. And that's also in the movie. His daughter was in the movie. You yeah. I mean? it's insane. Yep. So it's just all these allegations coming out and like all right, I gotta say that people I keep seeing comments that are like you know, all of these accusations are coming out all at once, you know, they're all, how do we know they're all real? And it's like, the reason why they're all coming out is because they're feeling like more confident that people will believe them now that it's a public, huge discussion. And so, yeah, that's it. All of these accusations coming out is because they all actually happen. So, so you know, I, 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 I do, I, 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 there is, there is a certain level where I do feel like there probably are like maybe one out of eight, accusations which are were probably not real you know what i mean or or exaggerated per mm -hmm. se but that doesn't mean that it should be taken lightly you know what i'm saying exactly like, all, all these things are very serious things you know what i mean like mm -hmm. like with everything just in general like it's not even just about these situations but i'm pretty sure that there is some people using it as a way to elevate their name in the press or whatever you know what i'm saying but i i i don't believe that it should be taken lightly regardless mm -hmm. you know? So, so yeah. What do you think, Kat? Like, I'm going to use an extreme, extreme example, right? Extreme example. Let's say um, we find out the Dick Wolf, right? The, the Dick Wolf is really problematic. Are you going to stop watching Law and Order? Oh, um, see that. Sucks. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's really difficult. And like, like Louis, Louis C.K. Like. To me, was like on that level. To me, you know what I mean. Like it was like with Jerry Seinfeld and Dave Chappelle. Like, this is literally my top three. You know what I'm saying? And like, um, is is it was difficult for me. But like, I can't, I can't support it anymore. You know yeah, what I, mean? I can't support it anymore. We actually, so um, you know how I just saw brand new at Booty Music Festival. Yeah, I, yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah, the, the lead singer it was like being a creep during like when. Brandon was really big. He was 24 and he was like, you know, doing things with 50, a 15 year old underage girls. And like, he chalked it up to having a sex addiction. And like he, the way he framed his apology was like, Oh, this is just an issue of me cheating on my wife and stuff. And like disrespecting women and everything. But it's like, you didn't even address the fact that she's underage. What the fuck? And so I, I don't know. I think I'm going to have a hard time listening to his music now. And it's just really distracting. <laughs> I can't, I don't know. It's, it sucks. Everyone is like turning out to be so shitty. Every time I find someone that I'm like, oh, I really like them. I hope they hope they didn't molest anyone. Right. Okay. So l let me ask you. And this, this, this. Um, what I'm about to say, it might come off as a little off, right? But mm -hmm. let, let, let me try to explain what I'm trying to say. Like, all right. So, is it is it a problem? Okay. Is it a problem if for all these years? Okay. For all these years not only was it allowed, right, was it allowed, but it was also prob possibly enabled by the females as well. What do you mean? Like, all right, so um, I was reading something about uh, Pulp Fiction, right, when the movie was being made. Okay. It, not not, uh, not a Tarantino, but there was a, a, another producer that worked for him, right, that he allegedly right allegedly would um with a couple other 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 cast members unnamed right where it would have sex with uma thurman and the other female 
uh, like people on the on, on in the movie, right? And at the time, right at the time, there was no like like Uma or nothing would complain. They would kind of just do it, just do it, right? Mm-hmm. So with with that being the standard for those movies back then, it kind of just like went go, and going and going and going, and like nobody would say anything because it wasn't a problem. You know what I mean back then. So mm-hmm. now now that it that it's an open an open problem, right? Would do you put any blame on I'm gonna use Uma as an example, right? On Uma on Uma for not only allowing it but continue doing it if those allegations are true? Well, I'll say that just because something was standard and accepted, um, and even like women were taking participating in it doesn't mean that it's it was okay with them and that they really wanted to and it's just kind of it goes back to like the pressure you know like right right i, I guess what i'm saying what i'm saying is though like mm-hmm. what, what if what if there was no pressure back then but like it might look like it now it might look like it now but what if there was no pressure back then what if that's something that she wanted to do but now it kind of looks like she didn't like w- w- what if everybody in the room except her knew that she wanted to do it, but in the inside, she didn't want to do it. Well, this would be like, just, I guess, a really specific situation and it would have to be up to the people that were involved, but it's still, it's still weird. Like, it's just, it's all comes down to like power dynamics and like, did she, I mean, maybe she enjoyed it or I don't, I don't know the specific situations with her, but it's also like, this reminds me of like, this reminds me of when people would ask why a woman would stay with her abusive husband kind of. And it's like, Well, it's not as easy to just be like, I don't want to do this. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Because it also, it's a lot harder when you're actually in that situation to make that call. Right. I, I understand that. I get that. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I guess like I, I, like away from the Hollywood scene, like we're sort of like in the hip hop world. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like, I'm going to talk about it more next week when we talk about the groupie culture, but like a lot of these girls, right. They put themselves purposely right in mm-hmm. a situation to have sex with these men right mm-hmm. like the rappers and, and stuff right right but then complain about it afterwards like like when i say put themselves in a situation like they literally literally verbally ask for it you see what i'm saying ask for like, what to have sex with these rappers oh right? okay but then like end up put it going on twitter and saying that they got molested and so on and so forth, right? And I'm, I'm wondering, what I'm trying to say is I'm wondering if a lot of these cases from the 90s, from the 80s that are coming up, right, where it was a similar situation. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where, where they didn't have a problem at the time, at the time, but are now coming forward because they feel, they, they feel like it's a problem with them now, sort of thing. So I, will, I do have to say that, um, at least for like most people, like probably, I don't know, like most, most women or mm-hmm. people in general, actually, um, the attention that comes with accusing someone of like sexually assaulting you is not the type of attention that you want. And like after, you know, as you've seen before with like various sexual assault cases, like people aren't going to believe you. They're going to say that you're just trying to get attention. Right, um, right, right. And it's just like, you, and you don't, you don't want to like cause a problem. Um, 
you don't want to accuse this person that everybody likes and everyone admires as being this horrible monster. And because that's just going to make you look bad, you know, like, why would they believe you? So that's why, like, um, I'm always like, uh, it's hard for me to think, to doubt them, you know, that, oh, this is just, they're doing this for any other reason. Because like, oh, why would they want to bring that attention to themselves? Like, are they getting anything positive out of it? Right, yeah. right. I, I definitely understand that. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that next week, though, with the groupy stuff. Okay, so, um, so I mean, a lot of these celebrities um, are turning out to be creeps, and some of them are turning out to be white supremacists, question mark? <laughs> yeah, shout out to the king and queen of neo-Nazis. So, uh, Taylor Swift and Jeezy. So, um, no, I'm not necessarily saying that Taylor Swift is a Nazi, okay? But I am saying that a lot of... I'm saying she's a Nazi. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, well, I'm saying that a lot of Nazis, like, literally, Nazis self-proclaimed white supremacists hail Taylor Swift as, like, their white queen, white princess. And they would take like the, her single, look at what, we, look what you made me do, and they like analyze it, and they are like, wow, this line totally like uh, represents how we feel towards like black people taking taking all of our shit and like coming in and um, taking things away from us. And so you think you know like with all these white supremacist support, Taylor Swift would say it'd be easy for her to denounce it, like. I'm not cool with white supremacists, but she kind of pulled a Trump move <laughs> and did not do that. <laughs> and when there was a blogger who went ahead and was like, all right, so you got this, all this happening. Like, why isn't Taylor Swift saying anything about it? Why isn't she denouncing it? And like, um, whether or not you think that's a crazy thing to paint Taylor Swift as a white supremacist, I don't know if it's not crazy, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's a really easy thing to just be like, I don't, I'm not okay with white supremacists, right? Like you would think that'd be easy. Well, no, she's actually suing that blogger and uh, the ACLU is standing by the blogger. All right, so you wanna know why I'm almost certain that she's a white supremacist? Why? All right, so this is the thing, okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being a Taylor Swift hater, but I'm a Taylor Swift hater. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 100 going forward with this, right? So if if Taylor Swift wasn't a white supremacist, right? If she wasn't a white supremacist, okay? Don't you think by now she would have verbally, um, how do I say this? Denounced all these things. Maybe because she knows that, like, even though she's not going to go out there and um, put on, like, go out there with a tiki torch or anything, she maybe recognizes that a lot of her fan base are probably really, really grossly racist and doesn't want to lose that fan base, perhaps? I mean, you're right. You're right. That 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 is true. That is true. But at the same time, at the same time, like, she is also somebody that... Um, in the past has appropriated the hip hop culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. in, in I mean, she, ways. yes. And besides appropriation, I mean, she, um, she took advantage of the whole trope of a 
helpless white woman being antagonized or being victimized by this, you know, this black man causing controversy, making her Mm -hmm. like allegedly, I mean, it it worked to her advantage. And uh, can I read what ACLU said when they were defending, (laughs) when they're defending this blogger? Yeah. Okay. So, so blah, blah, blah. I'm going to, I'm not going to say the whole thing, but um, criticism is never pleasant. But a celebrity has to shake it off, even if the critique may damage her reputation. (laughs) (laughs) That was the end of their statement. There was more to that, but I didn't want to read the whole thing. But yeah, I was like, yes, references. Um, And also, there's also apparently a picture of Taylor Swift standing next to someone wearing a t-shirt with a swastika on it. I'm trying to figure out if it's real or not. I'm still trying to figure that out. But um, yeah, that's floating around the internet somewhere. All right, so everything is facts here, and I'm gonna say yeah, it's real. It's real. I'm gonna say it's real. I don't you know. You don't even know what picture I'm talking about. I don't but, even know. I don't even know, but it's real. But well, I mean, if it all boils down to, is it easy to say you don't stand with white supremacists? You think so? All right. So why don't you do it, Taylor? <laughs> here's here's my 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 take on it. Right. Does she look like she could be a white supremacist? I mean, you can't just hate someone because they look like they could be a white hold supremacist. On, hold on. Answer the question. Does she I look mean, like she could be a white supremacist? She looks like a white supremacist dream girl, so yes. Okay. And she also makes music appealing to the white supremacists, right? Yes, absolutely. So that's two things so far, right? And here, Mike, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hit you with the third thing, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say that she has had public beef with a black man before? Yes. <laughs> All right, she's a white supremacist. Taylor Swift is gonna shut this podcast down. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't think she's that petty, but she actually. Um, Apparently, well, she sends cease and desist letters to like people who make uh, who sell fan art on Etsy. She uh, sued this couple for like using her song in their wedding. I'm gonna actually double check that because that seems widely that seems crazy. But you know, shit can't really put it past her. Nope, you can't. Um. So we'll see. And also, she's suing that blogger. And we're like, podcasts and blogs are pretty the same. So, if you're, if we're not here for episode 16, you know what happened. If we're not here for episode 16, we'll find a different platform. She's not shutting us down. So, um, also, um, Jeezy, I still need some more context about that, because... All right, no. You know what? Everybody do yourself a favor. Everybody that's listening to this, and Twitter search Jeezy and Nazi and have fun. Because the rumors of G-Eazy being a Nazi have been going around for years. For years. Is it, is it his haircut? Or... <laughs> Listen, his music is also very appealing to the Nazi community. Um, they, There's pictures of him and a possible descendant of his. <laughs> oh! <laughs> next, to, <laughs> next to each other that look exactly alike. And was like he was like a a, a general for uh, Hitler. <laughs> very um, very crazy details. Um. By the way, um, I found out the whole wedding thing with Taylor Swift. <laughs> I just googled it. 
So, um, there, apparently there was a wedding video that was posted onto YouTube and they used a Taylor Swift song, snippets of, snippets of the footage contained the Taylor Swift song and, um, she went after them for copyright infringement and muted their wedding video. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Taylor Swift, and, and you know what? If she shuts this down, right? If she shuts this down, then I hope she hears this. Taylor Swift, her SNL performance, garbage, right? It was garbage. Um, I didn't watch it. I fast forwarded through it. From what I hear, her album is trash. Uh, I don't listen to it, so I'm not going to say that I that I heard it or I judge I'm judging it, but just from hearing it's trash. Um, she she's still reaching for Kanye, which mm -hmm. is crazy. Yeah. From what I hear, there's more there's more records where she's reaching for Kanye. Um, yeah, I'm over it. Honestly, I'm over it. Like get your Nazi ass out of here. It's trash. Yep. Um, I didn't even watch it. I just was there for Tiffany Haddish, and she was hilarious. So. Now. Was she really funny? I heard that it wasn't that great. The episode wasn't that great. Um, I think she did a good job. I, there weren't as many like laugh out loud moments that I thought there'd be, but I think she did a good job. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that people watch for the moment versus actually like comedy part. You know what I mean? Mm. But I heard it wasn't that funny. Like the episode wasn't that funny. Yeah. Um, you should still watch it. Just fast forward through the music parts. So, um. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she did a good job. Um, but speaking of, okay, so we need to say something. Oh, so Taylor Swift, her album dropped, as you said, on Kanye's mother, the anniversary of Kanye's mother's passing away. And, um, is that, is that insensitive to be like, that's cringy. Man, fuck Taylor Swift for doing that, bro. That's so fucked up. And, she, and you can't even say it's accidental. Come on, man. You can't tell me you couldn't have dropped it last Friday. I don't know, but it's really, really poor taste at the very least. Um, yeah. So it came out, and there's actually a, an event to play the song Hey Mama on that day, which is by Kanye, dedicated to his mom. And it actually, um, I don't know how many charts that it broke, but it like gained attention from so many people playing it. Yeah, I, I played it once. I played it twice. <laughs> but uh, speaking of cringy, this brings us to the cringe moment of the week. Oh man, I've been I've been waiting all week to talk about this. Cringe moment of the week. So what happened? So you know, Champagne Poppy, the the man Drake, out here. Um, you know, it's one thing it's one thing for Drake to make music uh, bashing guys that, that are savages and stuff like that and like you know we drake like me out here respecting women you know what i'm saying it's one thing to do that but it's another thing to set the standard so fucking high to where it ruins it for the rest of us regular dudes and all right play the clip play the clip uh, i'm a fan of hermes birkins and them and you know there's there's very few things in this world that uh tangible things anyway that hold their value um, and sort of appreciate as the years go on. So um, it was one of those things that, you know, I just started collecting as well for, I guess, like the woman that I end up with one day. So I have a fairly vast collection of, of Hermes to, to offer somebody at, at some point in life. So he's a big fan of Birkin bags, apparently. 
You know, it, it's all right. So like, let's say you say I, I decide to settle down with a girl. You know what I'm saying? And like, I, I get her a gift, and it's like a, a regular ass coach bag, right? Or some socks. She, or some socks. You you feel me? And like, she's gonna look at it and it's like, yo, you broke as fuck. Like, where's my Birkin bag at? Um, I didn't even twenty thousand dollar Birkin bag at. I I don't I didn't even know how much Birkin bags actually cost until after that watching that clip and I looked it up and it's like twenty thousand dollars per bag. Yeah, he said he's collecting them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I we need to see this collection because part of me doesn't actually believe that he has a collection. He's just saying oh, that. Come on, he's he is filthy rich. He is filthy rich. I I believe it. He probably has a closet of them. Can you imagine like stocking up on a specific item to give to your non-existent future spouse? That, bro, Drake is fucking up the game for us. This is so bad. This is so I, bad. Is it weird that I feel like that that just be really weird to me if like I started dating if, when I if I had started dating Matt and then we got married and then he like after our wedding day he pulls me to he pulls me over to a secret closet he opens the closet the light shines and there's a fuck ton of birkin bags everywhere and he's like it's all yours it's all yours for, baby for, for a quick moment you might be like what the fuck is wrong with this guy but then i think i think like after you realize that they're birkin bags you'll probably like, be like all right all right i'm not even gonna question it i'd be like we you should have bought me maybe like a collection of toyota corollas that probably would have been more practical <laughs> Yeah, right. Could you? What would you stock up on for your future? For your future, boo. <sighs> Realistically, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, because like, um, see, like, I, 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 that whole thing about future booze is kind of, it's kind of iffy to me as it is. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take a hard pass on that question. <laughs> take a hard pass. Um, yeah, I, it's just weird, like, that you, I mean, I guess there are a lot of people out there that appreciate Breaking Back. I think it's also, like, probably the most Drake thing Drake has ever said. Um, um, all right, I'm going to give you a quick timeline of times that Drake fucked up the game for us, right? Okay. So, there was a time where he said, um, something along the lines of, uh, Eating, eating in the drive-through, right? Or eating in the drive-through over over lobster dinner or some shit like that. Like, yo, like we've been trying so hard to impress girls by taking them out on dates, and now he's trying to just eat nuggets from the drive-through. Like, what? And then you know, like, and then, then he fucked up the game when like when he put like uh, hair tie, sweatpants, and no makeup on. That's when you're prettiest. Hope you don't take it wrong, right? <laughs> He said that line, he fucked up the game for us now because like, yo, all right, it's Friday night. I got a date with Shorty. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go out. We're going to go out to this fancy spot. You feel me? And then, like, I pull up to the crib and she's in her sweats with no makeup on. And I'm out here dressed up and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yo, like, what happened? Like, like I thought this is what you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drake, Drake, Drake fucks up the game for us. And now with this Birkin bag shit, come on. Come on, man. Standards. He's 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 making these fake standards. I'm not gonna lie, I do like that I can just be in my sweatpants with no makeup on. <laughs> um, but yeah, but how, how how can you want that? How can you want that? And also expect Birkin bags. 
Like, see, that's what I'm trying to get, and also eat like. I do what I want. I do what I want. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my chicken nuggets in the Birkin bag to deal with it. <laughs> oh man, Drake is funny, man. Drake is, Drake is, Drake is hilarious. Drake is hilarious. You got to meet Millie, um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, he's lucky. Yeah, he looked, he looked so stoked to meet her. And it's like, yeah. it looks like he was lining up to meet Millie versus what probably happened with Millie meeting Drake. Yeah, and honestly, like, I, like on a side note, like, it kind of, it kind of, all right, so I, this sounds kind of crazy, right, what I'm about to say, but, like, the way that they're doing the PR for Stranger Things is kind of crazy to me. I'm not going to front. Like, the four boys are, like, traveling together, doing Jimmy Fallon, doing Jimmy Kimmel, you know what I'm saying? Doing, and that Corian. Yeah, 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 whatever his name is. Yeah, um, I don't like that show. I'm not gonna. James Corden, Corbin. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with him. Um, I don't. I don't know why. He's just not funny to me. It's just weird. Um, so like, yeah, they're, they're doing this whole PR thing, but then I notice that Millie is doing her own thing separate from them, which is different. Which is different from last year when season one came out. Like she was traveling with the kid, with the boys, doing it together, right? doing all their PR things together. So what I'm thinking to myself is like that she's become bigger. She's become bigger than the brand. You see what I'm saying? She's mm. become, she's become bigger than the rest of the cast, basically, which is which might be, end up being an issue. Remember this conversation, Kat. Remember okay. this conversation. Where it's going to end up coming that she's going to get a spinoff or something, right? Yeah. She's going to get a spinoff or something, and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to flop. And we're going to go back to this conversation Remember that. Oh, see, I don't know about that. I feel like, no, I could, I definitely see how she's kind of off on her own. I always see photos of her, like, killing it with her, yeah, her fashion. But it's, it's different. It's different but from it's, season one. Season one, like, they were all together doing the PR. Yeah. So maybe they are setting her up to kind of, like, be this star that she can stand alone. The other, yeah. out of the boys, the Finn kid will probably... I mean, he's already on his way to being his own star. Like he was in it. So, and then the other kids, I like that. I love them too. But um, you can definitely see who's been given like the star treatment and who's being recognized as a star. Mm -hmm. so. Shout out to uh, Caleb, the one that played Lucas with the old Navy commercial. <laughs> yes. Yo, I read. I read that he got an old, like an eight-figure old Navy contract all the way until he's eighteen. Are you fucking kidding me? Insane. Well, maybe. I am right here. I am right here. I don't have a TV show, but maybe you sponsoring me will lead to one, and I'll do a great job, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already wearing Old check. Navy from Head to Toe. <laughs> yeah, cut the, cut the check, Old Navy. Yeah. So, yep, that was... Our <laughs> Drake was our country woman of the week, but we had to go back and talk about Stranger Things. For sure, for sure. Um, all right, but that wraps up this episode, episode 15. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be updating our Spotify playlist this week, so keep on the lookout. Yes. Keep an ear out for that. I know Wilson is really excited to add in some new tracks that he's been listening to. Yeah, there's a lot of fire music that's out right now. I'm just going to put the Stranger Things theme song <laughs> on there. Um, so you should check that out, and you can... Find me on Twitter and Instagram under Catlin Design. Hopefully, I'll have a cool name on Twitter though by then. 
Um, we'll see. And you already know. You can find me Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at WZ Happening. I'm definitely gonna look into uh, finding one of my old intros to be my new Twitter name. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Too Official Too Legit. Look us up on Spotify, Officially Legit. Mm-hmm. And and be sure to um, if you can please rate us on iTunes. And the rating helps us gain visibility and share share this podcast with your friends. For sure. Also, um, if you if you follow us on Facebook, make sure you give us a review on there too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. All right. See you guys next week. Yeah. Look at that! Isn't that nice? <laughs>